0: Years to create these blessings. A blessing evokes a privileged intimacy. It touches that tender membrane where the human heart cries out to its divine ground. In the ecstasy and loneliness of one's life, there are certain times when a blessing is nearer to us than any other person or thing. A blessing is not a sentiment or a question. It is a gracious invocation where the human heart pleads with the divine heart. And there is nothing more intimate in a life than that secret under-territory where it anchors. Regardless of our differences in religion, language or concept, there is no heart that is without this inner divine reference. And it's the modest wish of these blessings to illuminate the gift that a blessing can be the doors it can open, the healing and transfiguration it can bring. And our times are desperate for this. They are desperate for meaning and belonging. And I think that in the parched deserts of postmodernity, a blessing can be like the discovery of a fresh well. It would be lovely if we could rediscover our power to bless each other. I believe that each of us can bless. When a blessing is invoked, it changes the atmosphere. Some of the plenitude flows into our hearts from the invisible neighbourhood of loving kindness. In the light and reverence of blessing, a person or a situation becomes illuminated in a completely new way. In a dead wall, a new window opens. In dense darkness, a path starts to glimmer and into a broken heart healing begins to fall like morning dew. It's so ironic, I always think, that we often continue to live like paupers, though our inheritance of spirit is so vast. The quiet eternal that dwells in our souls is silent and subtle, but in the activity of blessing it emerges to embrace and nurture us. Let us begin to learn how to bless each other. Whenever you give a blessing, a blessing returns to unfold you. And a blessing is a difficult form to render. I have endeavoured to write them as poetically as possible, but they're not poems. A poem is a nutturally independent linguistic object. It begins with its first syllable and ends with the last. And in between it is its own force field. In contrast, the blessing form has an eye to the outside in order to embrace and elevate what's happening to someone. It is direct address, driven by immediacy and care. A poem is inevitably more oblique. It works deep underneath conversation. The temptation in writing blessings is to imply the word God at every juncture, and I've chosen not to do this firstly because to be so repetitive and secondly the word god is too huge to allow any other word to breathe beside it and furthermore it is unnecessary because god is omnipresent and life itself is the primal sacrament namely the visible sign of invisible grace the structures of our experience are the windows into the divine and when we are true to the call of experience then we are true to god as well The language of blessing is invocation. It's a calling forth. This is why the word may occurs throughout the blessings. It's a word of benediction. It imagines and wills the fulfilment of desire. In the evocation of our blessings here, the word may is the spring through which the Holy Spirit is invoked to surge into presence and effect. The Holy Spirit is the subtle presence and secret energy behind every blessing. And so the sequence of blessing follows seven rhythms of the human journey. First is beginnings, then desires, then thresholds, then homecomings, then states of the heart, then callings, and finally beyond endings. So these blessings can be used in different ways. Firstly, the blessings can be used privately by yourself. In other words, if you find yourself on particular thresholds, the hope is that in these sequence of blessings, you'll find one which directly addresses...